as a long-term stock investor and when it comes to like retirement savings and things like that what i'm saying is you don't have to do any of that to be able to invest in the stock market and still win over the long term being an entrepreneur right if you're somebody who is in the digital space you don't you don't want to take away from your time being an entrepreneur to be studying these charts learning these these charts and things like that unless that's a lane you want to get into this principle of success is called the mastermind principle the, 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 the mastermind your life podcast podcast if you're wanting to realize your ideas, goals, and dreams, and on the journey of masterminding your life, it's time for the podcast made just for you. This is the Mastermind Your Life Podcast with Tolu Owoyemi. What's going on, my masterminders? Welcome to another episode of Mastermind Your Life. We got the wealthy G in the house, aka George. George, welcome. He's the owner of the Car Rental Blueprint Reloaded. He works at one of the best financial institutes in America. Plus, he's a real estate mogul and he owns a successful car rental fleet. Y'all got to tap in with George. All the links are going to be dropped in. George, welcome to the show. Hey man, I appreciate you having me, bro. It's a long, it's been a long time in the making. I'm happy to be here. Definitely, definitely. The reason I'm super excited, first of all, we just spoke about it. You literally said that you were in the trenches earlier today on real estate, getting it in, you know, working with knucklehead contractors, you know, trying to meet the deadline, you know, and pushing. Like you said, you're going to go to sleep tonight happy. You make progress. And we live in a time right now where social media is showing us the game. You know what I'm saying? We're seeing how wealth is built, how people are putting together these strategies, how people are leveling up, how people are building generational wealth. So it's like, to be honest, I feel like there's no other greater time to be born in a space, in a time, in an era. There's a whole bunch of collaboration. There's a whole bunch of, you know, content creation. There's a whole bunch of wealth being made. But talk to us about how your journey got started. Because a lot of people, they cool with nine to five. They like, oh, all that entrepreneur stuff, that ain't me. I just do my little nine to five right here, make a little bread and I'm good. But what kind of got you started on your journey? Yeah, well, first, first, just to touch on what you said, man, we're living in the second gold rush right now. Second you know gold rush. This is literally the second gold rush where we have information right here from these little phones, right? We got everything Talk we them. need to run up mm. right from here. This is Come on now. The, second, the second gold rush. You feel me? Real rap. Uh, but yeah, so as far as me and how I actually got started in this, right? My story is a little bit different. Um, so I actually come from a household of first generation entrepreneurs, right? So my mm. parents, I always tell people, my parents, they discovered um, real estate from a infomercial, right? Staying up late at night and then just dove, dove, dove right into it, right? And then as well, my father, um, he's a mechanic and he has a uh, contracting business with the United States Postal Service. So he's owned that wow. business my entire life. So I've never actually... I've never actually seen my parents work for anybody else ever in my life. Mm, I had jobs that's before, deep. right? But here, here's the thing about me that's a little bit different, right? Because of the fact that my parents were entrepreneurs when I was growing up, 
I got to see the, you know, the good of that, but I also got to see the bad, right? Nobody ever talks yeah. about the bad of the, of being an entrepreneur. When the month, month, when you don't make no money, you know, and you know, certain certain utilities might get cut off, things like that, right? So that's right. For me, I actually got started. I always had this background of entrepreneurship, and I was learning about real estate. My parents are landlords that self-manage, so I used to be in these properties, putting up ceiling fans, changing outlets with my pops. That was that was my life growing up, mm. right? Um, so then, ultimately, what I ended up doing was. I ended up going to school, studying finance and um, business, business management. But my goal, man, my goal, something that I looked forward to because I had seen those ups and downs that come with entrepreneurship. All I wanted was a nine to five, bro. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, you telling me that they got this stability over there. They can clock in. They can clock out and go home and yeah. not have to worry about anything not else. Worry about nothing. And they and, nothing. and they get a check. That was me. I was like, yo, I want that. Because here's the thing. I grew up, my parents, they were never not working. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. Mm. Even when some when sometimes stuff is going bad, I'm like, damn, like you can't just when you're an entrepreneur, you can't really just leave it at the office. You know what I'm saying? It always, it always comes back home. And 24-7. You know, exactly. And growing up, I'm like, ah, I kind of like the thing where you can you can leave it over there and just come home and chill. Clock so, out. <laughs> exactly, bro. So I actually wanted a nine to five, like wanted a nine to five, but I knew I wanted to still invest in real estate. But I'm like, I'm just going to use, instead of entrepreneurship, I'm going to use a, a nine to five to invest in real estate. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so that was why I studied finance, went, got a high paying um, financial advising you know, job at one of the country's largest firms. But... I am now. I started that right out, right out of, right out of college. Um, I'm yeah. now going into year five, um, and I can tell you, after year one, I was like, yeah, I'm probably, I'm not gonna do this. I can't do this. this life. Yeah, this ain't for me. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this ain't it, right? So that was when I started constructing my way into. All right, if I know that, you know, now my my ultimate goal was to get to this cushy job. Now I'm here, and this is not what I. This is not what I want to actually do that I know that now I started thinking about ways to pivot right and that's what kind of got me to where I'm at today with you know financial strategy creating multiple streams of income and everything like that and of course having the the, the online brand is really just you know yeah. coming that bringing that full circle to be able to um, create the lifestyle that I do want now that I've been able to achieve the lifestyle that I thought I want and it wasn't what I what I ended up wanting Mm, nah, that's that's incredibly deep because a lot of times when I speak to entrepreneurs, they're like, oh, my, my people's were entrepreneurs. I went an entrepreneur straight. But you were like, I saw that. I wanted to do it. But what was it about the nine to five that you were like, nah, this ain't it? Yeah, man, it's 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 really just not being in control, right? Something that I talk about mm. all the time is is freedom, right? With the nine to five, you're 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 clocking in right you you have a, a time to be there you got a time to leave you're giving up eight hours of of your day every single day you're asking for vacation time and things like that and then quite yep. frankly you're you know before pre-pandemic you know cooped up in, in in an office i'm someone who i have to you know get dressed up every single day suited down i'm like sometimes i want to chill you know what sometimes <laughs> i want to chill i can still do my job and i can chill i'm still me that's right you know what I'm saying? that's so, right um, just being in control, man, and having that freedom, that's something that is so um, 
you know, it's it's something that's lack that you lack in a nine to five. Somebody else is in control of your time, which is ultimately our greatest asset. Yeah, and that that whole time thing is super super. I feel like most people don't really understand the essence or the value of time or how money can buy you time, but time can't necessarily. It's, it, it's like this interesting dynamic because you see people like certain ages, they're old, but they got this whole bunch of money. But then like, damn, I never really lived like, like all I did was this, this grind and they never really took the chance to um, like really live life. And then now we're seeing whereby, I think another thing that's exciting, people younger and younger, you know, are literally reaching that status of whereby six figures, seven figures, because the and even look at how money is evolving it's getting to the point whereby we're looking at bitcoin we're looking at cryptocurrency we're looking at nfts but the question i have for you is you studied finances like a lot of brothers they it's kind of like there's an aversion to that like brothers go study everything else i have not heard too like out of everything there's engineering there's electronics <laughs> sports management but what made you be like all right finances yeah so to be honest with you for me when i was going to college man i didn't know what i wanted to study at all right but then i sat back and i thought about it and i'm like hmm i don't know what i what i want to study i know a little bit about this real estate game i know i want to get into that you know what's something that is going to benefit me the most and i got into finance because hmm no matter what I do, I'm gonna be dealing with money, right? No matter what mm. I do, in some way, shape, or form, I'm going to be money. dealing with money, right? So why not make money my skill? I'm like, I, I'm, I'm someone who, I'm like, yo, it don't really matter what I'm doing as long as I'm getting to a bag, I can do it for a certain, you know, extent, right? So my exactly main, my main motivation was money. If, if you have known me from any point in my life, like I'm, I operate around money. You know what I'm saying? Like my life. <laughs> Revolves around money. What it? What it? What this, it? this is what this. This is why we have this. Tell them to bring me my money. Yeah! <laughs> A fact, bro. Like, listen, my my life literally revolves around money. So I'm like, hmm. I don't have necessarily like some area that I'm like super passionate about or anything like that. I'm like, I'm passionate about being free and doing me. What can exactly. what can help me accomplish that? I'm like, okay, if I study finance. Right. If I study finance and part of the other thing was growing up, stocks was taboo, right? The stock mm. market was completely taboo. And then my parents, um, stocks and wealth in general was taboo. My parents discovered real estate. Stocks was still taboo in my household. though. No one ever knew about no one ever knew about the stock market. Right. So I'm like, huh, I can I can be a juggernaut if I already have this real estate background. If I learn the other side, right? Learn about these paper assets, these stocks. If I learn about that and I put the two together, there's no way I can't make money. I'm mastering the two biggest, the two biggest wealth builders that there are. I have a skill within them, right? That was really, mm. that was really my, my thought process. Think about this. It's, it's, it's different. It's a little bit different now with the flow of information, but in the, in the traditional way of thinking, um, and, you know, speaking with a lot of these real estate investors, I do not know a lot of real estate investors who are 
super heavy in real estate, but also have a very good knowledge in stocks. The same way I don't know a lot of stock people who are super knowledgeable in in real estate. Exactly. Mm. I mean, it's usually one or the other. So I decided to go that route, deal with this money and become a master of both of those sides of finance. Now, that's extremely powerful because I remember there was a post. He was like, oh, you just got this house and then you uh, deleted the inquiry off. I was like, man, that sounds crazy. Like, it sounds like super advanced. And I was like, man, that's what this is about nowadays. Like taking that knowledge, running the play, putting it into action and using it to level up. Now, when it comes to like finances, right? Because here's one thing that's interesting. Yesterday, I was speaking to uh, Jacqueline Plans. Right. She's a CFP certified financial planner. Mm-hmm. And what what is like some of the common things that you, and you know what's crazy? I never knew. I thought you was just going super hard with like the car rental and the real estate. So I never knew you had like this finance like mechanism and knowledge to like orientate and like put these things into like a bigger picture, like play. But what what what's the things that you notice about like we have a lot of people gunning in entrepreneurship and they they getting stacked they you know making this money but as a financial advisor and somebody that has years under your belt how do you look at money differently like so when those when 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 these bands are coming in how what like are you saying all right 15 percent is going into stocks this like i feel like i'm not even gonna lie me as an entrepreneur i i I got client money's coming in, but it's like, what do I do with this money? I'm like, okay, I'm just going to throw it back in the ads and, you know, keep. So I don't know how to like, all right, boom, we're going to throw this here. We're going to throw this percentage here. But you and that training that you got, how, how do you look at like finances? Absolutely. So it's actually funny. So I actually, I actually took the CFP um, and I, I studied for the CFP and I ended up while I was studying for the CFP. I bought my yeah. instead of going hard and studying for the CFP, I read it a couple of times. I was like, yeah, nah. And then I, I bought my first. That was what made me buy my first house. I was like, ah, I could do this and study for a year or I could go buy this house. And I decided to end up buying the house. Right. But uh-huh. for me, like I look at it differently is because I come from the world of in financial advising. I'm helping people. I'm helping everyday people um, set up themselves up for retirement. Right. Mm. So one of the things that as far as cash flow of a business goes, I'm always thinking about how can I get money into a retirement account? How can I get money into a tax advantage retirement account? Right. When Mm. I see when I see money coming in, I'm like, all right, man, we need to siphon some of this money into this account. You know, whatever the the percentage is going to be. And for entrepreneurs, whether that be, you know, SEP IRAs, simple IRAs. But when you have a business Part of it is you have to still separate yourself from the business and still be able to save for ultimately your retirement, right? Because here's the thing, as entrepreneurs, at some point in time, there is still going to be a point in our lives where we want to kick back and do nothing, right? That's right. And do nothing. And the only way to do that is with extremely passive investments, aka Mm. these paper assets and these equities. Right. And something about me that I know is what I've seen time in and time out dealing with my clients is the earlier you get into the stock market, the better wow. is going to be for you. Right. The power of leverage is real with that. So with any cash flow that I'm getting from these businesses and things like that, like for me, I make sure first and foremost that I max out my Roth IRA. 
right? I max out my Roth IRA with those profits that I'm getting before I touch anything. The Roth IRA has to get maxed out, right? And for someone who's a full-time entrepreneur, what I think is when you're setting up your business, when you're setting up those systems, you need to talk to somebody about having a retirement plan for yourself from the rip, you know? That's right. But that's just, you know, my flow of money is kind of different because I have that 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 retirement-esque thing kind of built into my thinking already. You know? mm, yep. And a lot of people, we out here spinning wheels. We 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 like like you just said, we gotta siphon a percentage of that, put it into a retirement, a tax advantaged account put it into a Roth. All right. Like I just recently started hearing about the Roth and I was like, okay, it was like company matching, something like that. And it was like, well, what's the benefit of that? And somebody was like, well, we leave it in there at a certain age, you know, you, you get to get all that. But it's like, it's still a lot of what I'm seeing when it comes to stocks is I see Aristotle investments. I see Isaac, I see uh top billion. I'm seeing a lot of cats, a lot, a lot of cats talking about stocks and stuff chris johnson you know going crazy with it that's that's it, it's it's a it's a difference right and this is something that is so so important there is a difference between stock trading and stock investing right mm. there's a big difference when you're trading stocks you're getting in and out of them trying to you know make that profit from the from the the the, the, the sale of it right trying to you know get low sell it high and then go back and do it again right that's wow. actually that's actually a skill that's a that's in, in, in a sense it's a job right you actually are going in and doing these trades now as a long-term stock investor and when it comes to like retirement savings and things like that what i'm saying is you don't have to do any of that you don't have to do any of that to be able to invest in the stock market and still win over the long term, right? Especially being being an entrepreneur, right? If you're somebody who is in the digital space, you don't you don't want to take away from your time being an entrepreneur to be studying these charts and learning learning these these charts and things like that, unless that's a lane you want to get into, right? But if you if you don't, but you still want to take advantage of the market, right? That's what long term investing comes into play. Right. Where you buy things, where you buy good companies, right? Good blue chip companies, and you're buying equity in them over time. And you're actually just benefiting over time of being an owner in these companies. Like if you look at somebody who invested in Apple in freaking 1990 or 2000, right? To just somebody who held Apple and just keeps yep. buying more, keeps buying more. They're getting the benefit of that, that growth of Apple over the long term. And there's these other things called ETFs, right? Exchange traded funds. I love ETFs, man, because they allow me to do set it and forget it, right? I don't mm. want to be going into there trading everything like that. I purchased yep. ETFs, right? You can get a basket of stocks. I was just talking about this earlier, like the five. Come on now, drop the gems, yes, drop the gems. <laughs> Listen, like like the 500 index, right? There's a there's a a ETF um, BOO, right? It's the the 500 index, right? You're able to purchase this this one one quote unquote stock, right? You do one trade and you buy one share of this, but that one share represents a small piece of the 500 largest companies in the United States, right? The Apples, the Googles, the Facebook or Metas, the, the Teslas, the 500 largest, you're getting a piece of them in this one instrument, right? Now here's mm. the thing, 
you can keep buying into this one instrument. And a, another thing with long-term investment investing is the benefit of diversification, right? Not having yep. all your eggs in one basket. A ETF is going to give you built-in diversification, Protection. right? Yep. Where if you if you you know purchase into an ETF, you're not worried about trading, you know, trading in and out. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to keep getting it how I'm getting it over here. But I know that That's it's right. important to be invested in this market because I see what the market does over the long term. So I'm going to keep just putting my money into this, into these ETFs, keep allowing the ETFs to diversify, and I'm going to keep getting it over here, right? That's how you invest in the stock market passively, right? When we get into stock trading, that's something, you know, that's something completely different, right? But stock investing over the long term, I like to do it passively, hands off go into some diversified ETFs and, and keep doing what I'm doing to get it on the active side. Do you set some kind of like a monthly payment that goes into the ETFs? Like if it's 500 bucks, if it's a thousand, this monthly going in there. So like, like you said, you already know the ETFs are diversified, so you don't have to be going in there and manually adjusting this pie chart because we all busy as entrepreneurs trying to focus on the activities that's going to help us generate income. For sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So um, it's called usually it's called like an automatic investment. plan, Right. And luckily mm. for me, like I'm in I'm in the position now where I have automatic investment plans set up to go into ETFs. Right. Set up to go into different cryptocurrencies. And it happens on a, on a biweekly basis. Right. Because I get paid for my nine to five biweekly. But fortunately, you know, my other streams are, you know, my my in, my income from the Built job up. is able just to get invested, right? So that income is going bi-weekly into these different, you know, my brokerage accounts, my Roth IRA, my cryptocurrency wallets. It's going automatically into that. Like those are a hack because when you're so busy getting to it, and you got all these different things, you can't focus on it, right? You can't yep. focus on it. No, set it up automatically. We know how important it is it is to be invested. Just set it up as an automatic thing, just to keep keep going. You know, that's it. Mm, powerful. Now, something that has been coming out huge: dividends. Dividends, 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 dividends. In fact, there's some people that they're special dividend investors. That's their whole goal is shooting as hard as possible with dividends till it builds up. That's able to pay them, uh, and it can even cover their entire lifestyle. I've heard some people be like, "Yeah, they we retiring with dividends where it's four percent of this because the growth market rate is X Y Z, and with the dividends we can literally use that to." cover our lifestyles and because we invested so much the dividends that we get paid out but the growth is always going to be is this eternal cycle mm -hmm. you talk about that like break that down because i heard that i was like man that sounds hard like the dividends sure, from these businesses sure. that are paying yeah man so when you think about the stock market you're really going to have two different goals of when you're investing right one is going to be capital appreciation that's when you buy a stock for $5 and you benefit from the value of that stock going to $10, to 15, to 20, right? The other mm. one is the dividends, right? Where you're going for it for, instead of the growth, you're looking at the income side of it, right? Because usually, usually, and not always, but those high dividend paying stocks, they're not gonna see the same amount of growth as like, you know, a tech company that doesn't pay any dividends, right? They're not going to see the same amount of growth. However, they supplement that growth by paying out their extra, you know, money that they make. They pay That's it out. That's how they get you. Yeah, they, they either pay it out monthly or quarterly or once annually. But 
if you invest in like these utility companies are like historic for, for doing that that's been like the, the boomers they love utility companies because they don't got to do much they pay out a large dividend right but communication companies do it as well but these they're these high yielding companies you can literally find them just by looking at the yield right and you're able to exactly like you said on whatever basis it is that they have a dividend calendar you're able this company will literally they'll be like okay the dividend payout is x amount per shares right it's x amount per shares meaning however many shares you have you get mm. if it's if it's if it's four dollars per share and you got freaking a thousand shares you feel me now you got four bands just that just came in from that investment um you know in the dividend paying stock so it's just a different it's really a different way of playing the stock market right it's which, which one do you prefer like which one do you feel like you're more charged up with are you like more capital appreciation or are you going like i i want to do dividends yeah so for me i'm more i'm, I'm more capital appreciation right because mm. the way i see it right now is from those dividends that's when if you're looking for the equities to pay a bill for you, right if you want to if you have the goal of like oh i want this to be able to pay this every month or i need to i need to make this amount every month for me being 27 i'm like i want to invest my money i'm going to continue getting it with my active income right i don't want my stocks to pay any type of bill for me what i want my stocks mm. to do is i want them to be the biggest amount possible by yep. that appreciation because i know that whenever i go to apply for a loan or anything like that i can always show my brokerage assets right so I be continuing to, to grow and to be the biggest amount possible but i don't need to necessarily touch them right i consider i consider my stocks right now just to be you know for my for my net worth right i just want them to be mm. as big as big as possible now you can also you know reinvest your dividends and accomplish this as well but i have a more long-term perspective so what i'm investing in right now is i'm like i think this is going to grow over the next 10 20 years you know what i'm saying wow so i'm okay. more so investing in uh appreciation now and of course with etf that's the benefit though some companies still pay out dividends you know i still get a little bit of dividends um because you know not not every single company is going to be oh we're completely appreciation or oh we're completely you know dividends there's some companies they're not really that's not their business structure this is just the characteristic of the stock so there's some companies that they appreciate right they go up in value but they also might pay out a small a small dividend not like those big ones but they still pay out a small dividend but my main focus is the capital appreciation and investing in things that i think are going to grow in the future yeah now nah, that's and that's fascinating because you know if we look back like 15 years even sometimes like 10 years 20 years ago brothers was not talking like this yeah it, it was 50 cent in the club i remember like if you try to talk <laughs> like this you was dumb you was a nerd man shut yeah. up man i'm talking up and it's crazy to see the rapid transformation nowadays whereby you know lip that's that's the whole community we on fire with it mm -hmm. i mean of course you know r.i.p the young king you know legend his hustle his impact his influence you know young Dolph. but mm -hmm. you can see that even though he had that the street side and everything from, of course his environment but over a hundred units buying properties for his kids every single uh year their birthdays and to see that and to see that 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 diversification that smart utility of money and being like he's gone now but 
imagine if all the money was tied up with the record and you got five different people in the record label trying to fight it. But now it's in real estate that's, you know, uh, signed to this kid's name. Now, we, we talked about stocks, but real estate, let's, let's, because I feel like, man, they going nuts. Brothers going, I feel like brothers love real estate. This something about real estate. They just be looking at it like, and I, I, I think it's that ability to look at something. You can touch it. You know, brothers are physical. They, you know, this, this is mine. Like, we, yes. Uh, and, you know, they said 97% of, it was like one of the greatest indicators of generational wealth and you becoming a millionaire or multi-millionaire is real estate. Yeah. But it, it's so many different, oh, flip it, you know, brr method. All right, buy and hold, you know, wholesale, you know, like driving for dollars. Like there's so many different facets to uh, real estate. When you think of real estate and <laughs> it's fascinating, but what do you think in terms of like it being able to give you that financial cushion or like be a strategic investment for you so you can leverage that later on down the line? Man, I don't think there's anything quite like the, the, the being able to have a tangible physical asset like real estate, right? Like you said, something mm. that you can touch, but it's the benefit over time, right? We're, we're, we're seeing it right now with housing prices going, you know, through the, through the moon, right? Like I bought a house, I bought a house two years ago. I bought a house two years ago for $180,000. Like it got a, it got a, it got appraised a couple months ago. I think it, I think it appraised at like two, two thirty five. To, to Ooh, okay. like 50 you know 50 bands in in it was like a year and a half right a year and a half 50 bands for nothing right real estate, mm. is, real estate is able to really um you know establish you and especially when it comes to building up the, the net worth but also the cash flow that comes from it right like wow. we, we are able to have these businesses you know we have digital businesses and don't get me wrong digital businesses um they the cash flow from them is absolutely insane but it's a business right that's right whereas with real estate you can almost set up your real estate to to act like stocks right like like, like a dividend paying stock right if you invest in real estate you want to be passive with it right you can you can buy a rental property and you can hire property management right hire somebody to manage the everyday headaches with the tenants and stuff like that and you be the person on the other end, you pay a fee, but you still collect a check after that fee every single month, but you don't get any of those phone calls, right? So I think I think it's the, the ability that there's so many different lanes in real estate. There's so many different ways to get it, right? You can be the person who has management in place. You just get your check. You can be the person who is actually, you know, a landlord and they handle all their tenant stuff themselves, but they're still getting yep. a check, but they just, they just right. might deal with the headaches, day, but they're, they're in it. That's their business. So it is what it is, right? Then you have the people who can go out there and flip a property, right? Buy it, yep. fix it up, gut it, right? And then make it a beautiful end product and sell it to somebody and be able to benefit from that capital appreciation. Right. Think about it the same way. And this is this is what I love, man. The same. It's very similar to stocks. Right. This. Financial mm. They all have the same concepts. Once you understand the concepts and the mindset, you can really excel 
in whatever you're putting your mind to, right? We just talked about dividends, stocks paying you dividends, right? Rental properties are, they pay you dividends. They pay you cash flow right. every single month, right? You wanna go into flipping a property, right? That is the capital appreciation. You buy it for 90, you sell it for 200, right? That's the stock going to the moon and then you selling it on the back end, right? It's all, they, there's so many different ways to get it, but that's just, that's stocks to real estate. But then real estate still has, like you said, wholesaling, right? Assigning the contracts. You can be a you can be a realtor and get it. Like there's so many different ways to get it in real estate. And quite frankly, I think it's about time that we woke up to it, right? Like that's right. For me, it was it was second nature to me in in my life. But I remember I used to talk about I used to talk about this stuff like back when I was younger. And like, yo, like, you know, yeah, we gotta go fix up this house. Like, they're like, yo, bro, what are you talking about? Like, you gonna do what? Like, bro, my parents, my parents had, I, I never forget it, man. My parents had, my parents had four properties in the neighborhoods, in the neighborhood that I used to play. Like, my homies lived in. You feel me? My homies lived mm. in there. Out there, putting together these ceiling fans and everything like that. And I see my homies outside playing ball. Right, but it was what I what I was doing. What I had to help my parents with was completely taboo to our community. So, quite frankly, this is what's happening right now is like a dream. You know what I'm saying? It's like yes, we're finally waking up to it because this, this, yep. this is this is powerful. This is this is extremely powerful, and it's it's changing a lot of people's lives. Right? When you think about actually building this skill and being able to build off of it, it's changing people's lives. And you know what I love about it? which aside from a nine, a high paying nine to five, or even a high paying business where, you know, you're the one that providing the skill is this real estate. You can pass it on to your kids, right? You can pass it on Oof. to your kids. There we you go. You know what I'm saying? You can go ahead, throw it in the trust and you can pass it on to your kids. You can make sure that your kids are good, taken care of. And the benefit of this is, especially with rental properties over the long term, right? And this is a very, very slept on concept. We talk about the cash flow that we get every single month from these rental properties, right? But they might have a mortgage on them. So we're getting the difference between the rent and the mortgage, right? But when you hold that property for 30 years on the back end, and then you start getting that rent with no mortgage, that's a damn, reti mm. a damn retirement plan. You feel me? Like, here's the thing. I see. You can start buying yep. houses at the age of 20. That house, if you get it traditionally with a 30 year mortgage, that house will be paid off at the age of 50. You you keep doing that. You do one house a year. I don't care if you do one house a year for five years, right? Five years and then you you say, and then you, you, you work your nine to five for the rest of for the rest of the time. At the age of 50, right, or 55, I guess, you will have five paid off properties right and now instead of instead of that house giving you the four hundred dollars a month right but you had a thousand dollar you had a you had a fourteen hundred dollar rent but you had a thousand dollar mortgage so you were getting the four hundred dollars monthly right now you're just getting fourteen hundred dollars straight right minus you know it's mm. an insurance maybe two hundred three hundred dollars a month but now you increased your income exponentially you know what I'm saying? And now even more powerful when you're passing it on to your kids, you're passing it on to them without a mortgage. So that exponential cash flow that you get at the very end of this mortgage process, right? If you pass it on to your kids, it just starts from the rip. They're, buying, they're inheriting paid off property. 
That's a game changer. That's a gate. They're inheriting properties that are generating over a thousand dollars a month each. Come on now. Come on now. Let's go. Listen, but this is the, the thing that I think is so is so great, right? Is when we think about us as a as a as a people, as a community, and when we think about how far behind we actually are. So far behind. Listen, they've been doing this for generations generations right and think about mm. think about think about us right i'm someone who i'm i'm second my parents started this wave so i'm second generation so i got to i got to kind of you know kick it up kick it up a notch but you know that first generation you kind of you kind of figuring it out everything like yep that. the second generation say would be like oh yeah i saw that work i'm gonna turn it up even more you know then the third generation i'm gonna turn it up even more that's what the benefit of this and how it has a generational impact on us all it takes is one person to get started bro all it takes Oof, one person on family now. to get started, and that come generational impact is crazy. It's crazy, <sighs> yo. So like that's why, like, that's why I love it, right? Like the generational impact of it, it's a skill, it's an asset, and it ain't going nowhere, man. They ain't making no more land. They ain't making no more land, right? Ownership, you might you remember, well, we don't remember, but we learned about it back in the day, bro. It was almost a it was illegal for us to own. It was illegal. That's right. It was illegal for us to own because home ownership was the ultimate like status symbol. Home ownership was how you mm. had the right to vote. You feel me? Like home, home home ownership or ownership in general, right? It's a status. It's a status symbol. And when you don't have ownership, to be quite frank, you don't really have a say in shit that goes on, right? Whether it be the local politics, and I'm, I'm I'm ranting now, but like the local politics and stuff like that, you don't got to say if you don't own, you don't have a say, and we got to have a say. We got to be in control, and that all comes from ownership, man. Ownership, ownership, ownership. Yeah, the, and the way you're breaking it down, the ability, thirty years is going to happen when you think about it, and being able to have a house that the mortgage is paid off, that's a super boost right there. And you get to pass that on down to your kids. First of all, that's a general. That's the definition that uh, the Bible says: a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Like that's how you achieve that right there. Exactly. Um, now you're talking about there's no more space, right? There's no more land. It's not as if the earth is going to keep on growing. Let's talk about like this crypto, man. The NFTs, mm -hmm. the metaverse. You know, we're starting to see. Uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg came out, changed the whole, you know, drew a lot of attention. Gary Vee has been going super hard about it. I'm starting to see brothers, uh, Ish Millie, uh, I'm starting to see brothers, you know, get these apes and get these open sea NFT characters and, you know, talking about the utility of it. What, what's your what's your thoughts on that being part of the financial strategy for an individual? Oh, man. So. As far as being a, uh, as far as being a financial strategy for somebody, here's the thing: with something like that, it's a very new space. Um, it takes a lot of research to dive into it. Um, I take it the same way I take my stock investments, right? I try to diversify into the cryptos as well. I think, mm. I think at this at this point, it has to be considered in your overall investment strategy right it's still mm. a quote-unquote alternative investment unless you're diving fully into that space you're getting educated you're putting the hours in right then you can you know go a little harder on it but i still think even if you're not getting knowledgeable on it 
you still have to at least the same way you can just throw money into the stock market you still got to put something in, into crypto like whether right. whether it be 10 whether it be if you got if you have a hundred dollars to invest and you want to put 90 into diversified stocks that last 10 percent put it in, in, into some crypto right put it into some crypto these wallets that exist it's easier than ever to be able to invest in it i think from what we've seen and where we're going someone has to now at least take into account a little bit of their invest of their allocated investment money it's right like for me hey like shout out shout out to bees right like i learned a lot from my homie my homie bees like yeah drops, she's a beast with it man he's a beast right like she's she a super beast she drops game and you know half the stuff i don't know what she'd be talking about but when <laughs> i do i go i go and i research it right if you look you drop a little drop a little nugget bet i'm gonna do the rest and i'm gonna go ahead and research it and i think that's the really important thing because here's here's the thing these cryptos these nfts they're all a part of this bigger thing called DeFi, right decentralized finance and that's mm -hmm. the concept of really our entire financial system being based on the blockchain right being based on blockchain technology and eliminating a lot of these big financial institution middlemen right getting everything into like a smart contract and everything being on the blockchain that's the ultimate yep. goal right and we got to think when we think about getting into that goal oh well for things to operate on the blockchain you need a currency you need cryptocurrencies right then they start having digital art and things like that but it's all around this overall decentralized finance um concept which i'm a huge fan of i'm a huge fan of because this is going to take us it levels the playing game exactly. the playing field this this takes us to a level where a dollar is a dollar the, the power is back in the hands of the, the people. people you know what i'm saying and i think quite frankly um as we go into that space right again i'm not an expert in DeFi, cryptos anything like that however i think when concepts like this radical concepts come into play there's only so much we can do or not us but like governments can do to stop it there's only so much they can do to stop it eventually eventually this breaks through and they can't they realize they can't stop it they can only adapt to it and they can only mm -hmm. you know try to like we see with regulations coming into play and things like that this is something that's here to stay quite frankly it's here to stay and i think the sooner we start just adding it into our investment strategy whether it be dollar cost averaging right i'm a huge fan of that like i said every bi-weekly i have money that just goes into different cryptos like i like bitcoin is of course the, the big one but like i've been big on like um solana like like I, mm. I, I i like i like solana i like the projects that are um happening on solana the nfts in there and i got a couple nfts too you know what i'm saying but this is really important i think we need to be getting educated in this space and where that's space, right. where the space is going to right you don't got to be an expert but i think it's super important that we take it seriously and get educated because first movers we're still it's so crazy because we're still so early we're still so early where just being in the space is going to be a benefit right you don't got to be in the best crypto you just got to be in solid like like i was saying with the stocks you got to be in solid blue chip products blue chip meaning the biggest ones right maybe yep. maybe if you're not well versed you're not going into the super risky ones but bitcoin is the granddaddy right it's been it's it's a proven draw now 
being in things like like Bitcoin and being in these NFT projects that are more blue chip, I think even investing in those type of things, you're still so early that you're still going to get the benefit of long term ownership, right? I still think anything that you're doing that is blue chip on the blockchain, anything that you do on there right now is going to be worth more in five years. Right? Mm. When you think about it in that way, how That's to buy right. gets a lot more simple, right? It's yep. it a lot. Get started easier. now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, credit. Out of all the entrepreneurs I work with, that's probably one of the, hey, we got to run these credit campaigns, man. Credit building, credit business. I'm seeing, like, I feel like it's a volcano that's continuously exploding. Like, everybody, their mama, the grandma, they credit. They pushing credit hard, you know. Open up your business credit. MS manufacturer spending. And the power of credit. And I feel like we still don't know much about it. Now, what, like, in your sense, you know, as a financial advisor, what's the importance of somebody, like, using credit? Like, why somebody's like, man, you shouldn't be using a debit card if you're a business owner. You know, if you got business, you got to be using a credit. So, like, what are they talking about? And then how does that leverage into, like, you know, building your own business credit so you can go, like, you know, uh, get a loan or, you know, use that against uh, instead of your own personal credit? Man. So I think it really just comes down to this, right? When we think about credit as a, as a game, first and foremost, it's really just nothing but a game. There's a, it's, you can either play the game or the game can play you, right? Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, and it's a game that you don't really have a choice if you're playing it or not, right? You automatically are going to be playing this game because it's a part of life. It's not a game. Come on now. You can choose to not, not play right and i think that's the reason why you see so many people are in that space because in our community credit is kind of taboo right it's the thought of don't don't go get a credit card right but the only yep. reason why we're told not to go get a credit card is because we don't have the discipline to not max out that credit card right mm -hmm. if we had the discipline to not max it out and just use it how we know we should use it it wouldn't be an issue and we would all have 800 credit scores right but Oof. that's the reason why credit exists because these banks are banking on people not having the discipline to be able to to you know properly manage their credit but it's it's very it's credit is so is so simple man because it really comes down to paying your bills right make sure make sure you pay your bills you pay your bills on time right that's and right if you do that you have a very low chance of having a bad credit score right being able to utilize credit for anything that you do right and here's the thing if we don't have good credit life gets more expensive right life mm. is actually more expensive think about the person the person who goes to buy a car right the person with a 500 credit score versus the person with a 750 credit score right the person yep. with the 750 credit score is actually going to get a lower interest rate that's going to save them money over the life of that loan and they'll probably have that's to put, crazy they have to put they probably have to put less money down too ain't it crazy that's how that crazy. works ain't it crazy you getting punished even though your situation kind of demands that you need a little bit of relief and it's like uh-uh uh-uh exactly because you have a bad credit score we're gonna punish you even more do you see do you see that the trend of how if we don't if we don't get ahead of this game and if we don't play this game to win you can get caught in a in a crazy trap a crazy trap you see it all the time you see nene on the streets bobo shooting somebody little date deontay locked up yep 
GoFundMe t-shirts with the angel and you know somebody and it's like man like come on man what's all this you go to our counterparts everything is apartment buildings restaurants you know businesses like in fact we're the ones that they're they're, they're they run the game on to help them build up that profit exactly so exactly and you know when we talk about being able to build businesses right like our our personal credit listen our personal credit we need to leverage credit but when we leverage it just don't just don't buy things that you don't have the money to pay for it's it's Mm. a simple concept it's a simple concept but if you do that right you're able to build up your credit keep your credit cards you know they say 30 percent. i usually like to keep mine below 10 percent because 30 30 is when your credit cards are not negatively affecting you but 10 percent is when they're positively affecting you and giving you a good history right it's one thing to all right it's not hurting me anymore but i want it to be building that's where you that 10 percent is when it's building you and your score is going up right but here's the thing the reason why personal credit is so important is because we can leverage the personal credit to now build our business credit and then that's how we're able to get the funding that we need to take our businesses to the next level right people don't people don't understand that to build a successful business to build a large business is going to take a lot of capital right it's going to take a lot of capital up front now here's the thing you got two options well you got three options you got a lot of options right but you can you can you can save right you can save up the money and you know try to wait 10 years and save up a hundred thousand dollars to go out and now you're finally going to launch my business with all my own money right you can um you can you know if you have a rich uncle maybe your rich uncle a lot of us don't know right that's right a lot of us don't have that rich uncle right i I don't got no rich uncle that can invest in my business or you can have good personal credit and then you can go out and leverage that to get these business credit cards these business lines of credit right because mm. you've been you've been utilizing you've been utilizing your credit your credit is decent now you can go to the bank and say hey i'm x i'm such and such i've got a 750 credit score and i have this business that you know i'm doing x amount with i need twenty thousand dollars to expand my operation okay cool you know you can utilize something called a personal guarantee right and now they're going to look at your good credit and they're going to be like okay because you have such good credit we now trust your business but then they're going to give you the the credit in your business name right so now you've got twenty thousand dollars on a card to go out and build and build your business but the beauty of it is that now because it's not in your name it's not going to actually affect your credit score right meaning Mm. that twenty thousand dollars you might use it to go out and buy inventory for your business but on your personal credit report, the one that you use for everything in your life, that $20,000 doesn't even show, right? Cool. Really, that's really the benefit that people have to, you know, some people online, they talk about, you know, paying off student loans and bankrupting the business. I'm not about any of that. I'm a straight shooter when it comes to it, right? Utilize it for what it's there to be, right? Utilize business credit to be able to build up your business, whatever it is, to be able to utilize that as your startup capital, as your seed capital to get you to where you need to be, right? Like for me, I was able to build up over $250,000 in business credit, right? I, then, damn. Yeah, bro. Wait, hold up, 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 hold up. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> but yeah, like, look, I was able to build up $250,000 in business credit which that was how I got the capital to buy 
the property that I bought this year. I bought the property in straight cash and now that property is being flipped. I was able to use business credit to buy the buy the property and I was able to use business credit to fix up the property, right? Come on now. Guess what? I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna sell that property and then when I get the, the sale, I'm gonna be able to pay off all the business credit and the remaining amount after that, Oof. that's for me. I just, I just made money with zero of my own dollars. That's Come the, on now. That's the power of credit, right? It's not about buying liabilities, buying stuff to be flashy. It's about leveraging it to be able to build yourself up and to be able to build assets, right? That's how we really- That's, a, that's a whole play right there, man. That's an audible. That's the third third down check right there. It's an easy, easy play. But like, here's the thing. If you have, look, if you have a digital marketing company or if you're somebody who advertises online, right imagine what do you think if you got two hundred dollars to your name but you got a you got a five thousand dollar business credit card and you know you already been doing this you know that if you invest in your ad spend you know that your revenue is going to go up and you you've been looking at your analytics you even know the exact percentage that your revenue is going to go up right but you don't but you don't have the money to invest in the ads what you do you swipe that business credit card you invest in your business right now of course when Mm. the money comes back you pay off you pay off the card right but here's the thing as you're as you keep doing that process using the business credit to buy more ads getting the revenue paying it off guess what is also increasing your disposable revenue right you're not only now paying off the ads but you now instead of making a hundred dollars you made a thousand dollars in profit right so now you're you're increasing the flow of your business but you're never actually using any of your own money you're using the business credit to generate more money and you're just doing it over and over again like that's the power of this like utilizing to 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 take yourself and your business to the next level that's really the cheat code bro whatever business we're doing you can utilize this tool to take your business to the next level that's crazy And, and talking about business man the car rental blueprint, man. First of all, man, I've had the opportunity to be on the inside and help. Look, y'all, if you're interested in how to generate passive income, how to get yourself a business, especially if you're new to it, or you ready out here working in nine to five and you want to start your own side hustle, or you got other side hustles you don't like necessarily and you want to start a new side hustle, yo, two row. Higher car, car rental, ultimate blueprint reloaded. Yo, I've never seen a course that's as detailed as that. Like the support that you guys give, like the Excel sheets, the analysis, like literally being able to uh, type in the price of a car and then based on like the monthly payments and like how many times it's gonna be rented out and like at what price point and then being able to like look at a bird's eye point of view of like how much in income, how much in profit that you're gonna be able to generate, like the taxes, like it's like the perfect combo package for like people that wanna start their side hustle. It's not even just like car, it's like the side hustle ultimate starter kit. It's, it's, it's really, it's really freedom, right? If, if you if you're out there and you might not have a big business idea, you might not have that, uh, but you know you want to start generating money outside of your business. That's what this is made for, right? Because this is a this is an income stream that anybody can get started with. And you yep. know, on the internet, we see a lot of people who there may be some courses out there that there might be something that's left out. What we tried to do with this is 
break down everything, bro. Break down all of our experiences, the wins and the losses, all the headaches that we've that we've yep. you know had to endure. And then you take in to account the business credit, right? We even encountered, all right, boom, you can actually use business credit to supercharge this business and take it to Oof. the next level. We got our students, they're starting out with four cars from the first month. Right, Let's go in bands in the first month, but that's really the benefit of being able to. We talk about like other people's money, right? Being able to, I, there's two different OPMs, right? There's other people's money, and then there's other people's mistakes, right? Mm. This is how you're able to learn from other people's mistakes and why it's packaged up airtight. You're not shooting in the dark, worrying about what cars it is that's going to cash flow. It's literally. Man, the best way I can describe it is it's a business handed to you on a silver platter. Just run the play. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. Just 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 run the play. And you know, we see, you know, from the results from the students, right? From the results from the students, we know that it works, right? We know Oof. that it works. It's a proven formula. And then look, I, I honestly, I don't know, our, our community is crazy. Right, like our community has so much value in it, not even from us, because you're able to then deal with other people who are in the same industry all over the country, right? Where I remember somebody, we were we were, we were in one of our, uh, our our group coaching calls and somebody had this little mirror um, that they had. And it was like a mirror on a stick. And they got it from like Amazon, but this is how they were checking like the undercarriage of their car. Mm. After, after each rental, they were like, yeah, you know, Toro, you're able to charge if they like mess up the undercarriage and stuff too. I just take this little mirror, I take it around the, around it. the car. And I'm like, hey, yo, that's a genius idea. Drop the link, drop the link so everybody can grab one of those. I need one of those for my business. Right, that's the benefit of having a community, bro. So not only exactly, not only having the blueprint, right? Not having the blueprint A to Z, but just being able to be in a community of people who are all running the same play, all being successful in it, man. Um, I'm like super grateful to be a part of this experience because I've seen so many people's lives change from it, and it's just the it's the impact. It's the impact for me. I always said like, if I ever, if I ever coach anybody. If I ever provide anybody with any type of value where, you know, they're purchasing something from me, I want it to be something that is A1. And that's exactly what what that is. You know what I'm saying? It is A1 to take somebody from working a nine to five, don't know what they're doing, to actually being a successful four-figure a month rental car owner, right? That is, what, yeah. that is what that can do to you, man. And that industry, that industry within itself is just something that has, we're seeing it continue to grow right because we think about the ubers the airbnbs yep. everything like that the car rental industry fits into that where we're moving away from like um you know person to business more so to person to person P2P, right person to person because look after you rent a car on 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 toro right after you rent a car on, on toro you realize you don't gotta wait in the long lines at the airport you don't got to go nope. through this crazy process at the rental car place. And you can just literally on your phone, book a car, go scoop it. Just like that. Right. All from an app. You're not going back the same way. How, <laughs> the same way how for me. Right. After I realized I don't got to call a taxi service. Right. I can instead go on Uber, type in my location, type in where I need to go. And somebody is going to be there to pick me up. 
they, I'm never going back to anything else. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same type of model, right? So we have to be able to take advantage. We talk about ownership, right? We're yeah. moving into that that type of technology is what's going to run. It's it's the sharing the sharing economy, right? We're yep. moving into the sharing economy in a lot of aspects of our life. Now we have to make the decision: Do you want to be a consumer in this sharing economy? Or do you want to be somebody providing a service and actually benefiting from exactly. the of this sharing economy that's about to happen? And that's what we're yep. able to do with these rental cars. It's and it's a dream come true, man. You know, people are selling twenty-seven dollar products and becoming multi-millionaires. Uh, people are buying mansions at the age of 20, 21, 22, 23. And from getting on social media, smiling and literally laughing and chopping it up with people. And you're so right about it being a sharing economy. People want to connect with people who are dope. They want to connect with thought leaders. They want to connect with people that are uh, movement makers. You know, you look at the people from the 19 keys to, you know, the who's the who's within the communities or the CEO, Maddie J's or, you know, the Neos or, you know, uh, Wall Street track, who, the who's who's, you know, and every day somebody's being born, every day somebody's turning 15, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. And they, everybody, you know, they were asking Elon Musk, they were like, what do you think of uh, neuro uh, logistics being connected into your brain? And he was like, it's already connected. He was like, our phone is an extension of ourselves. When you really think about it, how much we hold on to it, how much we, you know, morning wake up you grab it before you go to bed you, you it's like the, the, we are in that digital era whereby I, I was looking at instagram the other day i was just like these are just thoughts we're just literally seeing the quickness of people's thoughts over time you know like is your thought resonating or on a frequency that people are attracted to or is your thought like literally you can just chill and your thought like your thought is bringing you money it's helping you to bring Look, we're, we're on a podcast vibing and literally putting this out there into the masses for the masses to vibe with too as well, you know? And there's so many different, we got guys that are playing video games, getting like five mil, 10 mil a year. So it's, it's crazy because we were having this discussion the other day and it was like, everybody, like all the 20 year olds right now, us 20s and the 30s and people in the teens and even the 40s, like 10, 15, 20 years from now, everybody's gonna look back and be like, oh snap. Like that was an adrenaline junkie rush right there. Like, what did you do with it? What did you do with the opportunity, right? Same way people what look back now um, at the, uh, what was it? The uh, the dot-com boom, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. that, what, what, yep. what did you do? You, you, you lived through it, right? I was too young, but I'll be damned. I'll be damned if I ain't capitalizing on this right now that's happening. I'll be damned. Exactly. You feel me? Exactly. Listen, history exactly. always repeats itself. We talked about this second, the second gold rush, right? There's people, I mean, you go back and you look at the gold rush. I bet you there's people that had the opportunity to get in on that, but they was like, ah, I don't know about that gold stuff. I don't know about that. You know, I don't, I don't, exactly. I don't, I don't know. And they, they missed out. You feel me? So you either going you either gonna take action, you either gonna take action, or you're gonna miss out. And like you said, years from now, we're gonna look back on this time, this golden era that we're in. What did you do with it? Because we all what living in it right now. It? That's right. What did you do with it?
Now, as we start to wrap up, man, the, the reason why I'm super excited about the car rental blueprint is because you're a part of it. So not only do they get that ultimate side hustle activation, but you as a financial strategist and an advisor with years under your belt, you're helping them get credit. Guys, you don't know, like people like literally first month, four or five cars, they're coming out stacked. They get missiles packed, loaded, launched, bringing in income. And then also the ability to be like, all right, we got some money coming in. How do we strategically apply it? Because I feel like a lot of people, they're like, okay, how do I sustain it? How do I, the, the goal? And look, this course got freaking like what happens in case of an emergency, like every little thing you can think about is packed into there. But I think what's even more important is the fact that they get to communicate with y'all. And then there's a community of people that, like you said, the guy with the mirror, he was like, Ch -ch -ch. yo, this is my money maker right here. Right here. Watch. Okay, that's a scratch. Yo, two row, send me my bread. And <laughs> we, we were um, thinking about this because, you know, that, that podcast you did where you were talking about credit. How you like you know bought the cars mm -hmm. and people saw it and it's like man dude on sun right here like he really he, he he really know what he's talking about so you know as we kind of like wrap up like what's like your message you know to the masses like if you could like distill it and be like all right like yo pay attention listen when it really when it really comes down to it everything that i'm doing everything that you see others doing online it's a repeatable process, right? So I think what we all need to understand is when you find the right person, whether it be me, whether it be a plethora of these other people who are out there doing it, right? When you find the right person that resonates with you, invest in yourself, right? Invest in yourself and be able to latch mm -hmm. onto that person, be able to not only, you know, get that person's basically their brain, right? Whether it be they, they're doing consults, whether it be they have a course, when you invest in yourself and you get access to that person, you're able to now get all of whatever it is that they've gone through and you're able to skip past that, right? I think yep. that is really what we have to understand about wealth, success in general is a repeatable process, right? You do mm. not need to reinvent the wheel with Oof. any of this stuff. Right. We, Come on now. That's why. That's why. If you look, if you look at the the the, the products that I have, they're blueprints. They're called the. Mm. You feel me? We got the rental car blueprint, and we have yep. the business credit blueprint. I believe with those with those two things under your belt, anyone can go from being a nine to fiver to being a six figure entrepreneur. Anybody can do it, right? But you got to understand that it's a repeatable process. So we have a choice. Do you want to try to piece everything together, right? Try to piece everything together yourself or what could take 5, 10, 15 years for you to get everything you need. And by then, the rules of the game have already changed, right? Change. Or do you want to skip past all of that and understand the repeatable process, understand how other people already got to it and follow that blueprint? Right. Yeah. Do you want the rocket boost? Like you can, you can, you can, you can, you can be running, but the person who ran for five years, built themselves a train, built themselves a rocket, and they saying, "Yo, we moving. All you got to do is pay this amount of money, and you can hop on." Like that's how you level up mentally. Because a lot of people be like, "Man, what you, you pay for this, man? Pay, 
man. And then you still stuck in the same old place, got Dorito dust on your fingertips on the couch, complaining about life and wondering why you're seeing everybody else level up. And I guarantee you, man, I guarantee, I guarantee you, man, that those same people that you see leveling up, they taking the rest because look, money comes and goes. Time does not. Facts. Facts. Ain't, 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 no, ain't nobody coming back for round two. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, that would, that would really just be, you know, my thing is understanding that and understanding the importance of going out there and getting that knowledge because everything everything we want is literally at the palm of our hands right now. Palm of our hands. Let's get it. Go out and go get it. <laughs> All right, George, we appreciate you coming on. Any last things you want to say? Anything you want to get off your chest? Hey. Listen, man. I just want everybody. To, I just want everybody to run the play, right? That's that's, the, the, that's the motto that I go with. I want everybody to run the freaking play because, listen, like we said in, in this podcast, just don't look back on this time when you be the person, mm. you be the person that sat there with your freaking hands in your lap and you ain't make no moves. You do not want to Oof. do that. Your grandkids gonna be like, Grandpa, what did you do? What did you do back in 2021 when they was running up that bag on, on social media? What was you doing? What you do? Where your Instagram at? Where's, where's they gonna that? ask you. Where's, up? where's it at? What's he do? Where's your digital business? Where's your passive income? You didn't get it all. They were sharing, they were sharing the cars at the very beginning. They're like, damn, yeah. now we now we here. Like our cars are remote control, but you didn't get it when they was doing the, you didn't get it when they was doing that. That was a crazy. Don't be that person, right? Just don't be that, don't person. Be that person. Make a play, mm. make a play. Man, we need this, man. This is what we need. All right, my masterminders, look, if you looking to start your side hustle, you looking to get into the, look, what? who don't want to have their own cars that's out there literally making money? I don't know. I'll wait. You tell me. And having a complete blueprint that's literally going to show you top to bottom, be a part of a community, be a part of like the latest updates when it comes to this. Get started now. Don't be that person five years from now. I should have, would have, could have did it. You never did. All right, masterminders. We're going to leave all the links to it. Look, take action. 2022 is right around the corner. It's literally right around the corner. You can, If your 2021 was... Ain't nothing happening. 2022 is where it's about to pop off. It's about to explode, but you gotta invest in yourself. Look, you cannot not invest in yourself and think you're gonna make it. <laughs> that means you don't trust yourself enough to spend money on yourself, which is kind of sad when you think about it. But look, you gotta also understand like money comes and goes. People win the lottery. People, you could You could invest in yourself hit it build income invest in something else and you good to go and literally all it took was one action so y'all if you listening get off the seat run the play run the play run the play you young you got energy you know you moving about so masterminders let's go let's do it all right george we appreciate you appreciate you for having me big time anytime man anytime masterminders until next time we are out Thank you for listening to the Mastermind Your Life podcast with Tolu Owoyemi. We hope you enjoy. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and follow Tolu on Instagram at T-O-L-U dot O-W-O-Y-E-M-I. Keep mastering your life and we'll see you here next time.